I have met my match. Once upon a time, there was a little green magic man. His name was Satchkin Patchkin, and he lived like a leaf in an apple tree. The apple tree leaned away from the hedge at the bottom of a long and tidy garden. It was autumn, and the leaves, turning brown, had begun to drift down and litter the ground below. At the other end of the long and tidy garden was the small, neat cottage where Mother Farthing lived. Smoke rose early in the air from her chimney, and a lad from the village came at dawn to help her with her baking. Benny harnessed the little donkey to a bright new cart and drove into town to sell the cakes and pastries. They were gone. They were sold before they were cold, and the lad went back for the old woman's second baking. Mother Farthing had a fine new stove in her kitchen and a lock on her larder door. She kept to herself that the milk on the shelf and the one brown egg were the gifts of Satchkin Patchkin. She fetched in a basin of berries from the windowsill every morning, but the lad knew nothing of that. He thought the old woman must have a great store, and he never questioned the locked larder door. One sparkling day when the morning air was spiced with the smell of apple and blackberry pie, the old woman's landlord came riding down the hill. He was a lean man, a mean man, a man without a smile, and he brought with him a man as lean and mean and mirthless as himself. They left their horses to crop the sweet grass at Mother Farthing's gate and made their sour-faced way to the kitchen door. Mother Farthing looked up from her mixing bowl and saw at the door her landlord. At his back, dressed all in black, stood a man with eyes like small gray pebbles. I am selling this cottage, old woman, the landlord said. The lawyer has come to set a value upon it. With a cry of dismay, Mother Farthing dropped her fork. A spatter of batter splashed down on the clean scrubbed floor. Lawyer and landlord tramped all over the cottage poking and prying and peering and spying and trying to work out its worth. They saw that the doors had been painted blue and the thatch on the tip on the tip tilted roof was new. The windows were bright and the doorstep was white and the grates all freshly black leaded. They walked the long length of the garden and marked out and measured the plot. They examined the border with stones at the edge and noted the height of the trimmed, tiny, tidy hedge. It was all neat and nice. They agreed on a price and rode away to the town. As soon as they had gone, the old woman went to her kitchen door and cried out for the little green magic man. Satchkin, Patchkin, hear me lift the latchkin. Satchkin, Patchkin, hear me lift the latch. Like a droplet of fresh water from the spring, the familiar voice replied, you have forgotten to throw the thimble into the jug. It was not milk I wanted, said the old woman, and she told him her tale of woe. This far we have come, and this much we have done, said the little green magic man, looking round at the spotless kitchen. You had a talent, and I had a spell. Together you used them wisely and well. I promise your efforts shall not be wasted, mother. Frail as a feather, he drifted into the sunlight, and the old woman saw and heard him no more that day. In the night, by the light of a moon low and bright, Satchkin Patchkin set off up the hill. By hawthorn and oak, like a puff of gray smoke, he went with the wind at his heels. 
In the beamy, dreaming farmhouse, the old woman's landlord lay snoring, deep in his feather bed. Beside him, round as a dumpling, his wife smiled in her sleep. Into the farmer's dreams came a whispering like the sighing of summer leaves. Let the old woman have her cottage, it said. Let her buy it herself. The farmer mumbled and snorted and grumbled and tried to shake off the dream. Pale as a moth on the pillow, the little green magic man spoke again and again in the mean man's listening ear. Let the old woman have her cottage. Let her buy it herself. With a snort and a snore that was more like a roar, the farmer sat up in bed. She shall not have it, he shouted, waking his wife. I will ride to the town and settle the sale tomorrow. As soon as the ham and the strawberry jam of breakfast were cleared away, the farmer saddled his horse and rode into the lane. There, no more than a yard or so from the gate, the horse stood still. The farmer urged him on, but he seemed not to hear. Again and again he jerked at the rein, but the horse refused to move. So still and firm he stood that he seemed to be turned to stone. The lean man, the mean man, was raving and ranting and puffing and panting, prodding and flipping, and whipping and kicking in vain. The horse neither felt him nor heard him. He was under the spell of the little green magic man. At last the farmer gave up and made to dismount, but his feet were held fast in the stirrups. Try as he might, he could not leave his horse. He called to his men to help him. From the barns, from the fields, they came running, but they could not set him free. They pushed, pulled, and jerked. Roughly, rudely, they worked, secretly glad at his plight. He was bruised, he was battered, his clothes were torn and tattered, but he could not get down from his horse. The bright blue day grew dull and gray, and a chill wind blew with rain on its whistling breath. The farmer's men hastened away to the tasks they had left half done. The lean man, the mean man, the man without a smile, sat slumped on his cold stone horse, his wet hair whisked on his brow. Sharp as the rain, he heard once again the sting of an icy voice. Let the old woman have her cottage, let her buy it herself. Wearily now the farmer raised his head. On the tip of his horse's left ear stood a little green magic man. The farmer knew that he was beaten. His voice when he spoke was no more than a croak, and the words that he uttered were surely not his own. Satchkin, Patchkin, I have met my matchkin. Satchkin, Patchkin, I have met my match. At once the horse shivered and trembled and quivered, and came to life again. The farmer, still fast in the stirrups, turned him towards the town and the pebble-eyed lawyer. One agreement was torn up, a new one was drawn up, and the cottage was sold for a handful of gold to Mother Farthing herself. As the farmer leaned from his horse and put his name to the parchment, he felt his feet freed from the stirrups. He rode back to the farm on the hill and went never more to Mother Farthing's cottage. The end. And if things, ooh. The wind and the rain came again and again to wash the blue and gold from the autumn days. 
As the last of the leaves was torn from the trembling tree, Old Mother Farthing, sitting close to her cheerful fire, heard for the last time the sweet, clear voice of the little green magic man. My name is Sachkin Patchkin, and I drift like a leaf from the apple tree.